Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So he is out of the dark, as they like to say. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I'm very curious to find out what Bryant McFadden feels Mm. about Aaron Rodgers coming out of the dark and hopefully into the light. He joins us on the WaitFord.com hotline. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You follow him and watch him on CBS Sports, CBSSports.com. All right, Brian McFadden, I know I don't even have to ask you if you've ever been in a closet for four days or a dark room or whatever the hell he's been in. Was you but, an R. Kelly video? But I will say this, not a good day to bring up R. Kelly. That's he's just true. got 19 more That's years. True. But I will ask you this. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think he comes out and says about his future like, the enlightenment mm. that has happened. I don't know about you, Brian McFadden. You had to make decisions and choices about your NFL career. You didn't have to go into a dark room to do it. What do you think Aaron Rodgers comes out and says? I think Aaron Rodgers comes out of this dark room and tells all of us that he's going back to Green Bay for one more year. <laughs> um, right. I, I, I think I think the theatrics and everything that goes into what he decided to do was for for him and providing attention to who he is as a player. But come on, let's keep it real. You got to go into a dark cave to yep. determine if you want to get over $50 million for one more year, right? It's either that or just retire from the game. I don't think he's going to retire. I think he's going, going to play one more year. But I think everything that he uh, came away with going into this cave is basically going to tell all of us, I'm going back to Green Bay for one more year. Let's go ahead and run it back. Try it one more time. Last dance, blah, blah, blah. That's all it, that's all it is. You had to go in a dark cave to determine if you want $50 million or not. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the thing is, though, don't you feel like they missed their window, the two NFC championships, going backwards and losing Devontae Adams? I know Christian Watson is going to be a star in this league, but it took a minute for that to turn on. It seems like, they, to me, they, they missed the window, Brian, up there. No question. The window was open for a few years with the Green Bay Packers. You talk about having, you know, back-to-back seasons, winning at least 13 ball games. you know, making it deep, uh, making a deep playoff run and having nothing to show for it. And now you look at everything else that has happened in the NFC, especially in the division alone. They did not win the division. We don't know exactly how much different the Vikings roster will look, but that's a team that has talent, not to mention a surging Detroit Lions ball club with two first-rounders, right, to continue to add to their roster. They're not slowing down. And who knows what the makeup of the Chicago Bears will look like just with Justin Fields and having resources, of course, money to play with. The top pick in the draft could trade out of that spot Mm -hmm. to get more picks. So, yes, I think the window has closed because for such a long time, the NFC North, the black and blue division, was a division that Aaron Rodgers dominated. He owned I don't know if he, he – he, I think he he basically sold the house, and now he's, you know, he's renting it out. He don't own the house anymore. What do you think about Eric Bieniemy taking, in my opinion, Brian, you tell me, a lateral move. Yes, he gets elevated with the title assistant head coach with the commanders. 
But he had to do this and not get offered an, a, you know, a head coaching job when he's under the Andy Reid coaching tree. He's been saying a lot of good things. I've seen some of the pressers, and he was asked today about Shady McCoy's comments. What do you think about Eric Bieniemy? Will he ever get a head coaching opportunity? Not in the NFL, no. Maybe on the collegiate level, but in the National Football League, I don't think so. Because you talk about being a part of the Andy Reid coaching tree, that's one of the more prolific coaching trees in the entire game. Think about all the notable names that have come from Andy Reid's coaching tree. Guys that didn't call plays, by the way, right? That was the knock on Eric Bieniemy. Well, he's not the primary play caller. Heck, Harbaugh, when he was a special teams coach for the Eagles, never called anything close to an offensive play. He got an opportunity. Doug Peterson, right, when he coached under Andy Reid, he wasn't a primary play caller. He got an opportunity. Heck, he's on his second head coaching opportunity. Adam Gates. I mean, the list can go on and on and on. Sirianni, when he coached under Andy Reid, right? I mean, there are so many big-time names that have been in the Andy Reid's coaching tree, but not a primary play caller, but they've gotten a shot. So, for me, Eric Bieniemy, I don't know what's going on, guys. We've got to keep it real. We've got to figure out what is going on when he has had these head coaching interviews. What is going on for teams? Year after year, to be like, no, we don't want you to be a part of our head, uh, a part of our organization as a head coach. But you can be a coordinator or, or an assistant coach. But mm. something is going on. But to answer your question, now he would never get a shot. Yeah, you mentioned it. I mean, Peterson and Nagy were in the same exact spot where Bianami was, you know, and, and they got gigs. And Nagy obviously flamed out up in Chi Town. It's Bryant McFadden with us guys here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Super Bowl winner with the Steelers, proud Noel. The other thing is, and then Carl and I were talking about it earlier in the week. Then Shady McCoy pops off because. Apparently him and Le'Veon Bell, the only guys who didn't get along with Eric Bieniemy, other Chiefs players, former and present, came to Bieniemy's side and said he's just a guy that demands excellence. And I guess Shady and those guys kind of ran amok. Was it more about those guys being at the stage of their career where Bieniemy says, I can't use you like you were used before, and that's why they got the extra grind? Probably so. You know, those are two, you know, players that have played under Eric Bieniemy, and clearly Shady feels a certain type of way. He was towards the end of his career, and then Jamal Charles, you know, spoke out on behalf of Bieniemy, and the same can be said for what didn't say, what Le'Veon didn't say about Bieniemy. You know what I mean? So I think it's, it's an individual preference, but that has nothing to do with Eric Bieniemy not getting a head coaching job. Right. That that has nothing to do with Eric Bieniemy. I think he's more than a capable coach to be a head coach to at least get an opportunity. When you look at everybody, when you look at the names that have gotten an opportunity to be a head coach, Matt Patricia, right? Mm -hmm. Matt Patricia, he had some legal issues that was associated with his name. That didn't stop the Detroit Lions from hiring him. From hiring him. And let's keep it real, the mastermind for that defense that Matt Patricia was a part of was all Bill Belichick. We understand Matt Patricia had the D.C. title, but you know who the mastermind was. I mean, so we got to stop this and saying that, well, he's not qualified. We said, Joe Judge. <laughs> Joe, okay, let's stop it right there. No, 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 we don't need to go any, any, any further. Yeah, it's, it's perplexing. Yep. And, and it, it, if you don't think about it in that way, then you're just not paying attention to all the things that are being laid out. It's uh, our man, Brian McFadden, guys, talking NFL offseason. All right, Combine's next week. I'm just curious, how much stock do you put into it? How much do you watch it, look at it, and go, okay, this dude's stronger than I thought. This guy's got a stronger arm. This guy's faster. And it changes your thoughts about potential guys that you may want to draft. 
I mean, the combine is very, very important because it either puts a stamp of approval on guys that you already believe were big-time talents, or it kind of gives you reason to be concerned. You know what I mean? So some of these outstanding guys that we've watched every Saturday over the last few years, you get an opportunity to see them go out and perform and compete amongst their peers. But I don't want to put all all of the say-so on the combine because at the end of the day, you still, you still got to play football. But the combine will either solidify who you who we think you, you are to be as a player or it might put a lot of big-time question marks on, on a few guys. You know, for some guys that we think that are extremely fast, they might not run a fast 40. You know, for some guys that we think that are extremely strong, you know, linemen might not might not put up the, 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 the numbers that we think they should be on the reps. For a guy like we spoke about Bryce Young, right? Last week we talked about Bryce Young. Some people say he's six foot some people say he's 5'11 guess what when the combine hit next week when he's there we're going to get an opportunity to see exactly how tall and how much he weighs to determine exactly should he be considered to be in a top pick or will the measurables play a big time uh could be a big blow into where he might go based on his draft status and i know that some guys don't understand why guys don't want to throw at the combine they'd be better off doing it in their own work out at their own university because you got guys that you're familiar with. Speaking of the Combine, uh, we got Jalen Carter coming up. We spoke to Bruce Feldman yesterday about him. Everything's just solid. This guy's a great teammate, solid citizen, and he's a beast. If the Falcons could move up and the cost wasn't too – we were talking about earlier. Bryant, would you pull the trigger on that, moving up and getting Jalen Carter and changing the face of your defense? It depends on how much you got to give – up to go get him, Carl. What was the Number gift? One, what, was the, what was the gift, Carl? We were talking about it was a it was a first round. Well, obviously, you're swapping picks. You're and gonna, then, yes, you're going to swap, and then you're going to give up uh, a 2023, and then you're also going to give up a 2024. Now we're not talking about first round picks. You're, you're swapping yeah. to move into the top four, but there are two second round picks that you would give up in addition to swapping your overall eighth. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot to give up. I'll I'll do this. Let let's say. He's still available at four or five, you know, five or six. Yeah, you go ahead and pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. But if, if 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 you're thinking about pulling the trigger to get outside, you know, get inside the top three, mm-hmm. that might be a bit hefty to pay. I believe this for the Falcons. You can address the interior of your defensive line via free agency and still keep all of your picks intact. You know what I mean? Because that has been an Achilles heel for the Falcons' defense for such a long time. The softness in the interior, not having guys that can dominate. Grady, Grady Jarrett, Jarrett has been a, a one-man army for such a long time. But if you can get someone that can line up next to him, that can be a hell raiser like he's been, that makes the entire defense better. So a name that I, I like to associate with the Falcons, I think you can get him for a nice deal for, for both sides, would be Javon Hargrave, who was a, a terror for the Eagles, you know what I mean? So there are names that you can add via free agency. Now, when it comes to money, of course, I don't know exactly where the cap is for the Falcons, but if you got to give all of that to go get Carter, boy, that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, so you won't have – you said two second-round picks you got to give up also? Yeah, you're going to switch eight and four, and then you're going to give up a 2023 second-round pick. Let's just say it's 45, 46, somewhere around there. And then a 2024 second-round pick. B, I'm doing this. Oh, but by the way, guys, correct me if I'm wrong – the Falcons in 2024, they'll have two second-round picks based on the Calvin Ridley Correct. trade, right, from Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Correct. If he's okay, once so he's reinstated, that, you got juice. You yeah. get another second-round pick. That's what I'm saying. B, I'm doing this. I, I like. I'm pulling the trigger on this. If like you it. could do it, okay. If you can do it, and I forgot, my bad, I forgot about the extra second-round. That's pick a great point. The Falcons will get so. 
Yeah. If you can do that, and if you believe he checks off all the boxes that you would like to have a guy check off, go do it. But we we would agree to all of this, though. I think for all all of us talking about this, the Falcons got to get tougher in the, in the interior. Yes. So if he's a guy that you can go get. No question. Go do it. Yeah. Meaner, tougher, all right. of those things. And Deron Payne's getting franchise tagged by the commanders. Yeah. yeah. Brian McFadden, man, always a pleasure. Bro, we appreciate you. Uh, we're looking forward to all, more of these conversations as we move through the offseason. Thank you so much for joining us, man. Thank you for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.